Right now, they are not exactly motivated. The first snows have fallen, and more is coming. They get caught up there in the mountains, they're dead men, and they know it. Darnell was not stupid, and he timed his run nearly perfectly. Anyone you send after him will likely not come back before spring, which will turn off most men, Luke said. Carson spoke up. We could just order them to go. Why are we wasting time talking about it? Luke looked over at the young man. Because that would prove Darnell was right, and the last thing your father needs right now is open rebellion when winter is coming. Cole looked at his son. Shut up until I ask you a question. You've proven you can't handle an older man and a young girl. I ought to let you try to order the Sioux around and watch them laugh in your face. Carson looked down, his face turning red. He had screwed up. But the man had a gun. Was he supposed to die for this shithole? Cole Hobbs took a deep breath and let it out slowly. Okay, here's what we'll do. Darnell is gone over the fence and into zombie territory. He survives. Good for him. He'll never come back anyway. Story over. No point in chasing him and risking anyone's life. What about the army? Luke asked. Cole nodded. I'm a little curious about those myself. Did you get any more information from that scout that made it back? Nothing of substance. The man had just traveled a couple thousand miles by himself, Luke said. But I can send out two more if you want. An army of any size would be noticed from a long way off. If they leave today, they should get through the passes before the snow comes. With the cold coming on, the zombie threat is less. Cole slapped his heavy hand on the hardwood table. That's the plan, then. Pick your men and get them gone. They have thirty days. I want them back before the end of the year. Blacktail rose and then stopped. What if we get a winter like we did a year ago? The snow almost filled the canyon. We'll keep a passage open, Cole said as he turned to his son. That's your job. Find a couple of friends that owe you a favor. You're camping over the wall for the next thirty days. Carson scowled, but kept his thought to himself. He'd tried bucking his dad before, and it took the intervention of Heather Hobbs to keep Cole from seriously injuring his son. Darnell was cold. He didn't tell his daughter because she would worry, but he was deep down chilled to the bone cold. They slept during the day and walked at night, the reasoning being that the sun would keep them warmer as they recovered from their previous walk. It was more dangerous to travel at night, but Darnell was hopeful they would reach the Spring Creek Road before the next sunrise. From there, they could move from campground to campground, heading south along a much easier path. Right now, they had just walked until they reached the foot of the mountain, then followed the valleys. Sometimes they had to go in directions they didn't want to, but overall they made good progress. Allison was leading the way since she had better eyes and could see further in the dark. Darnell just concentrated on stepping where she stepped and keeping out of the way. Suddenly, Allison stopped. Dad, she whispered quietly but urgently. Darnell's head snapped up. He looked around and saw several shadowy figures moving slowly in the open grass next to a noisy creek. A quick headcount told him there were more of them than bullets in his gun. Not a great place to be, mathematically. Don't move, Darnell said. We're in a good spot here. They can't see us in the trees, and they can't hear us with the creek nearby.
There's no wind, so they can't smell us. Just be patient and let them pass. Allison was frozen with fear. But what if they hear us or know we're here? Her voice started to rise above a whisper, and Darnell put a kind hand on his daughter's mouth. Then we run for the nearest mountain and go up. It's too cold for them to follow, and they're moving slow as it is. Pretty soon they're going to be frozen, Darnell said with more confidence than he felt. Deep down, he was terrified as the small horde of about a dozen zombies slowly made their way towards him and his daughter. They moved very slowly, and it was strange to watch them walk nearly in unison. But they made their way slowly towards the small grove of trees that hid the terrified pair. Occasionally, one would turn its head and smell the air.